Seltzer Kings podcasts. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing broke. By the way, Greg knocked it over. The, the cat thing that was on there on, shattered. Greg. It was a housewarming gift from our old personal trainer. All right, so this week in cat, <laughs> this week in cat, <laughs> who are we allowed to make a clip out of a pre-show segment? You you do it all the, the time. Lo- the look recording? Adam just gave me when he said uh, personal trainer, it was just like, yeah, that's right. Even I think it's hilarious that we had a that I had a, a personal trainer. You look cut, dude. You look I, real cut. I weighed myself on January 1st because I hadn't a long time, and I'm the fattest I've ever been by 10 pounds. And so what is that? Are you 110 pounds then? Soaking wet. Very funny. Uh, no, you know. I'm pretty I much as, as fat as I have been in a long time, too. So Same. I, I, I'm 10 to 15 up from my, my oh, rock bottom. I think I've been sad this year. <laughs> me, me, too. Anyway. Uh, I just, yeah, we I should just, start. I got cooped up. Welcome to Pussy Boys, the only and therefore number one podcast for real men who love their cats. My name is Nick Maritato, and my sweet little girl, her name is Lily. My name is Danny Solomon, and my little viral load is named Marv. (laughs) My name is Adam Newman, and hairball number one is named Greg. Hairball number two is named Holiday. Sorry, I made a farting noise. You said it was for men, and I went into my Tim Allen... Fucking that was a chunk. Head. That was a Tim Allen chunk. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get a sound drop of the. Oh uh, yeah, totally. I already, I got that. But oh, we we almost forgot our last but not least. Uh, guys, oh. unfortunately, we can't get it together and all be in the same room. Uh, our fallen comrade, uh, he's he hasn't fallen at all. He's fallen sick. Zach Broussard. And mm-hmm. and I will just say his wonderful bag of bones. <laughs> His name Mochi. It's not as fun to do it when Zach's not here. So we won't we won't be making any Mochi jokes today. Yeah. I think we can stick to each other's cats and each other's personal appearances for this one. That's true. I miss him, man. The vibe is off. The vibe is a little different. There's more space for those of you who are watching our clip. <laughs> <laughs> this space. is not gonna be the clip. Imagine I'm that t- was the clip. My new thing is trying to get everything to be the clip. We need, yeah, more clips. Got it. It's got we gotta get an organic laugh. These have all felt forced so far. That's when the clip shows up. All right, see that we can use. Yeah. <laughs> My first forced laugh at what you said, Dan. Pre-pod, Dan read me the riot act. He's like, you know, you're really forcing in me into this podcast. You're not, you're not smooth enough with the transition. Couldn't be less of the message that I tried to offer, but it's clear it's not going to happen anyway. So let's drop it. That's right. Let's drop it and go into our first. Look at that transition. Go into our first segment, which is called "This Week in Cat." <laughs> sorry, that was laughing. This Week in Cat. Um, sorry, I, I could I could feel Adam wanted to say something, but I, I needed to have a perfect transition for Dan. No, there's nothing I want. I was going to just say, I did have one question, which was that when I was out of town, I was out of town on the road and, and you guys got a, a guest, a great guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had two guests. If you may only ever hear one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, then Zach's, Zach's gone for, and we're going to tape two episodes today. Right, yeah. 
No guest. What? No, no, no special replacement guest. Any any particular reason for that? Well, the, we were auditioning when you were out. Yeah. Um, but and so Alice ruined it for all future guests. No, well, she, no, she, she got she the did job. So, yeah, she's in. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I thought Alice was great. And yeah, if, no, this is your farewell show, yeah. and we were going to tell you at the end of episode two that we taped today. Yeah. Oh, it's like getting fired on a Friday when you're like, I could have just had a few days off. It's sad because you got fired on the first show of a two-show day. So yeah, that does suck. Are you guys still? Gonna yeah, we're going to need to scramble to get a guest. Actually, we really need a guest this time. Are you still going to record at my house? Yeah, yeah, oh, we'll be here. Man. We'll be here. We'll be eating that popcorn baby (laughs) (laughs) um uh, no you know uh zach is not here he is sick he's got one of those crazy newfangled viruses his whole family's coughing and hacking up a lung so we decided to let him take the day off and that's why we're here yeah it's just the three of us today talking about our cats and our cat experiences zach you can only imagine where he is in his house right now curled up on the couch thermometer in his mouth heat pack on his head and his little Almost dead cat sitting curled up on <laughs> yeah. his stomach. I think all that's about right, except I have talked to Zach about this before, and he is an anal thermometer guy. Wow. And, and that's just cool old-fashioned. That's coming, <laughs> yeah. that's coming back. Uh, so, Zach, you're listening to... You're probably not listening to this, but we, we say get better, and, and we'll we'll have you on soon. But that can't stop. That can't stop this podcast. No way. We have to go into our first segment, which is called This Week in Cat. Danny, before the pod, you said you had something you'd like to share. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys from the beginning have bought your cat the same type of treats or at least the same brand of treats. I was a Temptations guy for a long time. Um, and I'd been just, I thought his, I thought Marv's favorite Temptations treat was the little milk ones. That, so I would buy giant tubs of the ones that say milk and oh. they have like a little bit of a creamy milkiness in the middle. Oh yeah. That's that creamy center. Yeah. I know Cats about love the center, it. but I, I mean, we're always tuna center, salmon center, chicken center. I haven't tried the milk one. The Temptations bag that you'll be looking for is a light purple, okay. maybe a lavender. That's the one you want. Marv, I, I was convinced that was his favorite one. I saw another... Those were out the last time I went to the supermarket. I saw something called Frisky's Party Mix. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I guess this dude's going to have to enjoy whatever this is. Right. Shrimp-flavored uh, Frisky's Party Mix. I bring it home. He is fucking insane for these things. All of the begging us to take him out so that he can come back in and get a treat, that has amplified by four times. He like will jump up onto me and onto the counter if it even looks like I'm going to open a bag of these things. Never happened with the other treats. That's fascinating to me because I don't know if I've ever really heard the part of his routine that he is really trying to get a treat when he comes back in. Because yeah. to me, we all know... And now we all know why Marv's trying to get out. Well, as some you of guys heard last week, he does genuinely <laughs> like the outdoors. But now, the fact that he doesn't run away has earned him a treat. Right. At least that's what Natalie started. That's the precedent that she set. Ooh. So he is doing this thing now where he walks to the porch door. I open it up. He takes a look around, a couple sniffs, turns right back around, and goes into the kitchen waiting for his treat. Like he'll he'll take like one little step. Out onto the porch and be like, "All right, that is that good? That's good." Look I didn't run away. Running away, yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting. It's it is smart. interesting. It's smart. I mean, we're we actually saw Greg in action right before we started recording here. Yeah, he's so, a food fiend. Because we were we were sort of uh, talking about whether or not our cats were food crazed. I do think Lily can be kind of food crazed at times. Um, but I never thought Marv was a, was a food boy. He wasn't until these Friskies showed up in the house. It's in just, the mix. It's like well, he just discovered. Like Doritos or something. That's what I like, well, oh checks mix, checks party mix, man. But that's what it, that's what it kind of gets me thinking is that like, 
are certain treats like the McDonald's of cat treats it's where it's got be. like chemicals in it that just cats go nuts for? I think so. And you are getting, I think if you're getting Temptations and uh, uh, Friskies and all that stuff, I think that's what you're getting. You're kind of getting the junk food. We get those little like, they're like a buck at Ralph's, a little like pack of like six little Slim Jim looking things. And Greg goes fucking nuts over them. And, you know, they like the greenies and stuff, too, but they, they treat that stuff like it's, you know, like it's... Greenies, I always kind of feel like I'm trying to, like, give my my cat, like, a, like, like some sort of vegetable or yeah. something, where well, I'm like, sorry. To, it's, it's like the treat that brushes their teeth yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, a veggie crisp or something. Exactly. It's like those parents that make the kid get the fucking apple slices in the Happy Meal. It does feel a bit like that, but I know it's not. It's just a bunch of chemicals. <laughs> I know. I don't think greenies are really any better than any of the other stuff. They're not brushing their teeth. It's definitely not. I know they market it as... It's good for their teeth, but uh, it's not preventing any sort of tooth problems in any of your cats, I don't think. My uh, my mom's dog had bad teeth, and I remember her buying greenies for him, but because it was a dog, it's a dog bone, same company, greenies, but it looked like a little toothbrush. Uh-huh. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, they chew it, and then the bristle area goes by the... And so when I finally got a cat... And I see that they have greenies, and I'm like, these don't look like little toothbrushes. How is this brushing her teeth at all? Well, she's got a tiny mouth. She can't fit a whole bone-shaped thing in there. But make the little, they make that little pellet just like a tiny little toothbrush. That's like being- peace of mind. I'm just trying to think of like, what's a thing that you've had, you've eaten that has, it's like a fucking chocolate bar with like striations in it or something. It's not flossing your teeth. It's yeah. still just, you're just crunching it up and it's getting stuck in between like everything else. Or is. it's like, it's like dentine ice or something, or like one of the ones that's supposed to be like a teeth whitening, mm. you know, and you think chewing gum is supposed to help. But I actually have, and I, we've, we mentioned this last pod too, I bought a little toothbrush and a little toothpaste and I'm supposed to be brushing my cat's teeth and it's just not. You haven't happening. started yet? You haven't tried yet? Haven't d- done it, but. Uh, uh, we, we just recorded last week. I haven't been able to do any of my New Year's stuff yet. I have to. I got to start walking the cat. And I, and I we do have to bring our cat to an unscheduled, uh, non-emergency cat vet appointment. Yeah. We just have to. Anyway, we talked about that already. Marv, though, like in the new Chex Mix, are you afraid that you could never go back? I'm certain I can't go back. Although he, like, after a year, sometimes he'll tire of something. And, and maybe that's what this is. Right now, though, it's going to be a long time until I can buy a regular old bag of Temptations. It's going to have to be Frisky's Party Mix in the house. Price at all difference? Times. That was why I bought it in the first place. It was a dollar fifty off. Oh, it's cheap. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Dude. Even in Joe Biden's America, that <laughs> one managed to land under the three dollar mark. And these other ones, the Temptations, I don't know. Maybe it takes like little, you know, sweatshop laborers working around the clock to get the milk inside the treat. But they are pricey. They're about five bucks for a, Dude, a you decent gotta, size bag. You gotta look for the tubs. You gotta. I was. You know? I, yeah. I mean, the tubs are even more. They're like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine. This was a big fat bag of Friskies mix, two fifty. I felt like I when I bought it, I was like, "Fuck him, yeah. fuck him!" If he doesn't like this, I know he he needs his temptations, but he's gonna have to suck down some of these Friskies, and he totally. Turn this whole thing on its head. Now it's all he cares about, and the only reason why he's still living with us, I think, is because you know what a big these. bag for two fifty sounds like. It's fa- it sounds like you went and like got a sack of White Castles or crystals or whatever. That's and he's it. Eating that. Yeah, when the overhead is low, you know the product isn't that great. I no. fucking love White Castles and crystals, man. <laughs> yeah, I really do. That's true, man. White Castles are really just they're a bite each. 
each burger is a little bite. That's why they sell them in 30 packs. Yeah. I heard they closed one of the last ones on Staten Island down a couple months ago. Fuck. There's I'm, one I'm, on the way to Vegas. I joined the Staten Island subreddit. <laughs> so I know about like what's going on in Staten Island. I'm not from there. I never never really went that often. Uh, but it, it's a great subreddit. Ever featured cat like a straight up hamburger? Mm, Probably no. not. I think pe- the furthest I'll go is like pieces of a roast chicken or pe- a piece of fish. I made wings the other day and uh, I did them the way that we, in the air fryer where you cook them without season. You just cook the wings and then afterwards toss them to sauce and stuff. And so when I took it out of the air fryer, dropped a full on wing on the floor. And I was like, you know what? Um, I, so I then I just cut the skin off it and I cut all the meat out of it and I split it three ways between the two cats and the dog. And everybody was very happy about it. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Who was? What was the ranking of the love versus? Eh, take it, take it or leave it. Uh, Who was number one? Can I guess? Was it Greg? It's probably yeah. Greg. Yeah. Greg and Holiday. I mean, sorry. Greg and the dog Griffin were very pumped about it. Holiday is just kind of gonna lay where she is. I put it down. You know what though? She's more excited about that than a lot of other stuff. I tried to give her fucking. Uh, we went. We went. I don't mean to brat. We went nuts on New Year's and got a fucking wheel of shrimp cocktail. Okay. Oh wow. And uh, and that's um, a party for the whole household, dude. That is fun. Oh yeah. Uh, but holiday. Uh, no, actually, holiday was into it, and Greg was into it. Griff wasn't into the shrimp. The dog wouldn't eat the shrimp. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't see dogs like going for seafood like that. You don't ever see. You know, you're a dog owner. I've owned dogs in my life. Danny, you've had dogs. You mm-hmm. never see like, oh, cool, uh, the fish-flavored can of dog food. Yeah, right, you're right. It's just not a yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess you I never really thought about it. I would have thought a dog would just kind of eat whatever. whatever. I mean, I've had, you know, dogs eat fucking whatever. But, Listen, um, yeah. dog, canned dog food is one flavor, and that is beef, and it's made out of horse. Yeah. And we all know <laughs> that. <laughs> horse. Hey, listen. Far be it from me to yuck somebody else's yum. Uh, clearly, <laughs> ten million dogs uh, can't be wrong. Horse must taste good. Right? I fucking I've eaten it at IKEA many times, and I love <laughs> right. horses, and I still think it tastes good. Uh, I but think your I album re- was not for horses. True, but it is true. now. We've changed that. It is officially now for horses. <laughs> If anybody wants to go on my website and buy my album that came out 12 years ago. Yeah, buy Adam's album. He's going to have more content coming soon. So you just savor this content until his other content comes out and you'll, you're having a good time. But I mean, savor I, it like a horse meatball from <laughs> IKEA in other countries. I guess they didn't do that here. I guess, you know, well, we're kind of talking about that at the end of we're this. Gonna, yeah, know, we know, we do have a public enemy that uh, does need to be addressed <laughs> for his taste in meats. <laughs> oh, God. We really do have the best cat podcast, I think, out there. Nobody else is talking about this stuff. No, nope. no one on earth. They're afraid. Everyone's too afraid to talk about this real shit. My this week in cat is I uh, finally Ashley and I had time to exchange gifts, um, and I got my I received my gifts two framed pictures of my cat that she commissioned from one of the students, a middle schooler that she teaches, and they are the cutest renditions of my cat i now i i I now am sure that lily would make for like a perfect character in a cartoon like i I think oh yeah i think if you were gonna reboot some sort of a garfield sort of thing and get like a new cat out there to me i feel like my cat could be at least the face i mean she doesn't speak obviously i think everybody thinks everybody at this table at least i'm certain (laughs) thinks that their cat should be in show business and america needs to see this cat (laughs) And I do understand. I mean, I feel the same way about Marv. 
and there and we are going to talk about it in this episode. We There's are. a whole world of people who are very prideful of how their cats are, and they want to show them off. It's interesting. What we're going to talk about, I don't think, is exactly what I'm talking about now because, and this will be fun for later. I'm not too sure my cat would hold up in 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 our topic today. Same. So. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Marv wants to be around any other cats. Period. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to say about their cats this week? I shared that chicken wing story, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's really the the main thing. I got back in town. We've had a weird couple weeks because uh, I got back in town, and my wife got COVID while I was out of town, and then the and then she literally up until yesterday was testing uh, positive, and so. I've been sleeping. We've been like separating in the house. Like she's like taking the bedroom and then I'm like, I've just kind of set up camp in the living room and I've been sleeping on the fucking couch for the last like two weeks since I've been home, which sucks. But um, I've had both cats with me on the couch and it's weird because we usually separate the cats at night, but I've had both cats on the couch with me. That's been very nice. And they both, I know that they have to be out here. We've talked about that before. That holiday will freak everybody out at night if you don't lock her out of the room. Yeah. Um, How... It are, is holly, like you now you're sleeping in her room at night right does she like so that? as uh, before when we'd be in the bedroom we close the little middle door and she'd be out here by herself we'd hear her like wailing at night and then right. we come out and be like oh what's wrong and she's just playing with a toy she wasn't really playing. but uh she didn't do that at all while we were here and then uh last night was the first night i got to go back and sleep in the bed again and um right back to wailing <laughs> <laughs> just like right back to it just felt so bad right away um marv loves whatever. that marv loves having his private time he likes yeah. that we're not in the living he meows at us to go to bed so that he can have the living room to himself for a little bit and actually what he'll do is he will come into the bedroom with us he will force natalie to get on her side so that he can sleep in his normal position which is like next to her in the spoon position he'll make sure that that's solidified and then he'll go back to the living room to start his playtime until he's tired. It's kind of like somebody who kind of like, you know, just like lulls their wife to sleep so that they could go in the other room and like game or something like that. I used like to that. be that guy, actually. <laughs> it's it's only recently that Natalie started staying up later than me. She used to pass out like eight, nine o'clock sometimes. No, not really, though. That was just because Marv used to slip something in her drink. <laughs> I wish he would keep doing it. Pop a fucking Friskies or a party mix piece in there. Whatever knocks her out because... I was playing my game constantly. I haven't played it in, in like a month. I haven't gotten to play anything. And what, that's because ma- of Marv or because of your wife? Well, I mean, Marv would like us both to be in bed. I would like those two to be in bed. <laughs> I'm sure she wants me <laughs> to be like in bed. Everybody in your house just wants some time to themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's a small fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so say your wife goes to bed, and now Marv is like, it's playtime for Marv. Will Marv allow you to play a video game while he plays with his toy? Kind of like, you know, it's boys time. Like No, he if I'm playing a video game, then he is going to curl up right next to me and gather warmth from me on this one spot that he's designated on the couch. Right. Um, we both have to be gone for him to go. What And the term you use, night cat, to yeah. go night cat. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Lily won't. Lily wants us in the room, but she definitely takes advantage of us not being there. She could go, jumps on all the surfaces that we tell her not to, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But yeah, that actually, Mark, uh, Marv, <laughs> that'd be cool if he's Mark. Should we just do that? Change that, Mark. 
Um, <laughs> we, need a, we need a cat named Mark on here now. It is it is something that he does, too, at, in the middle of the night. Natalie has caught him a couple of times licking the cast iron pan. Oh, man. Because oh. I, I have to leave it on the, oh. uh, you know, there's nowhere to store those things. They got a thing with metal. That remind, when I lived in, in New York, my cat Leroy in, in, in New York, I don't know if I've ever told you had a cat named Leroy. Leroy is great, though. But... um. He was, he was like similar to your cat. He was like a Bushwick street cat. I had a bike in Brooklyn, just like a bicycle. And uh, I would keep it in our, just like kind of in our front hallway. And uh, he would just sit there and lick the bike for like <laughs> until we got him to stop Isn't it. Isn't that like an iron deficiency or something? Is there so, there's something I, wrong with no. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't think it was an iron bike. First off, uh, <laughs> cast iron is iron. So it's, cast not, iron is it's iron. not metal. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, a metal? No, it's its own thing, right? And then, uh, secondly, there's a lot of layers of seasoning on that. That's cast what I'm iron. saying. I you, cook a lot with and that you, thing. You can't clean them, right? You don't clean Wash them with them. soap and water. Right. You just clean it with cold water. Yeah, you actually pour water onto it hot and then scrape off oh, all man. the dirties. I didn't pour know that. that out in the sink and then wipe. You have it to dry. like you have to like season it and like tend to it in order yeah. for it to be like the perfect cooking tool. I, I remember yeah. this. I had a roommate in Brooklyn who got a cast iron pan and just, but didn't have any of the skill or know-how that, that I assume you do with this pan on like what you're, Thank he would you. just cook bacon and eggs with it every morning and never wash it. And you would walk into our apartment and it would just smell like an old diner. Yeah, um, but I and mean, it it actually drove a, a friend of ours crazy to kick this guy out of his apartment. This was a his second. He he moved out of our apartment, moved into a different apartment with the pan, and the two people who lived together hated each other because of this pan. This is Parker Brown. I'm talking. About. Ah, that's funny. I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not the way to use the pan to yeah. to never clean it. Also, it's not the way to use the pan to make the same thing over and over. You're not really he seasoning. Just it's would just cook bacon, bacon and, and eggs. eggs. Yeah. I mean, you've it's, met Parker a few times. Yeah. A- Adam knows Parker pretty well. Oh, he went to UGA. And, I, and Parker's just the guy that would just cook bacon and eggs on the pan and be like, dude, I'm seasoning it, man. I'm trying to get it perfect. And Season- you're like, you can't just keep cooking greasy bacon on here and not cleaning it, Parker. You have to <laughs> you have to go through a lot of different types of food to season your pan properly. Mine's, you know, one day it's Italian. One day it's, uh, you know, uh, a salmon. One day it's something else. It's uh, Chinese. Marv's like, oh, I love salmon night, it's, baby. He, when he's licking that pan, he's licking the last month's worth of our meals. Okay, let's actually go back to the gross part about it. Now, you find him licking this pan, right? Mm-hmm. Do you wash this pan? Or uh, post, is it kind of Marv's helping season it? I think having a little Marv flavor is fine. I don't think Marv's tongue is toxic, but yes, we do wash it. And also, it is used to cook things to a piping hotness yeah I also, so I think any you put bacteria a little, yeah i think is gone i'm not one of these people who flips out over microbes and well the next party you throw at your house where you're like i can smell that cast iron skillet going i'm just gonna let everybody know that that is marv's juices do you guys care steel that window? much if the cat fucking licks a, a, like if, if, if you get a super sock oh here okay here's a fun story this is one of the funniest things from my childhood it's uh, this is one of the most i've laughed when i was a kid uh me and my brother yeah, do you think this will translate podcasts and to us do you think we'll laugh at all no uh <laughs> just set myself up but it's still related thank you uh when i was a kid we got you know we get fast food once every couple weeks or something we were, we were but uh so we were sitting at the table me and my brother eating our mcdonald's um Pudge, my little orange tabby cat, jumps up, and uh, you know I'm trying to give him a little French fry, right? A little McDonald's fry, and he's just sitting there licking the salt off it. And then 
it goes to like he's kind of trying to chew on it, but he's just not really into the fry. And then we're letting him kind of bat it around, and he's got it in his mouth. It's getting all soggy. He puts it down, whatever. And uh, me and my brother just keep eating. And then, you know, my mom just comes into the kitchen, walks by, goes, ooh, grabs a French fry <laughs> and eats it. And, you know, for me and my brother, it's the funniest thing we'd ever seen. Did mom ever lives. know? Uh, yeah, I think we told her. Yeah. And um, she didn't care. She's probably. Um, she was like, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it was a fucking soggy fry. My but... boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I to answer the question that you half asked and then told a story about. Yes, I I would eat I would eat a and I, I I think it's actually happened recently, where we were so tired coming home from the East Coast traveling over the holidays, Lily jumped up like we had like pizza we ordered pizza and Lily jumped up and wanted this pizza so bad that Ashley and I when we normally would be like Lily get down you mm. know we just kind of like sat there and just laughed about like <laughs> wow yeah. it's like as if we're not in the room. Oh, yeah. And then uh, she grabbed this fucking slice and pulled it to the ground. And I was like, wow. I'm like, you act you like a, a fucking trash cat. She's a pizza rat. <clears throat> right here. Yes. She pizza ratted it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how that was wow. sort of the visual. So like, once it's hit the floor, though, you're not eating it anymore. No. And it was like a crust with a little bit of edge to it. So okay. it was like we weren't afraid that it was going to make a mess. Like, there was no nothing to really make a mess. We were just like kind of sitting there just being like, is she going to like be embarrassed by this at all? Because we never let it get to that point. Like we've come into the room and we're like, Jesus Christ, what's like going she's, on? She's not even looking at you to no. see if you'll react. She's no. just like, this is, I can do this. It's like, okay. Like it's kind of like the look in your eyes. Like you've accidentally killed your wife. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're, Ooh, I wish you had an oops sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. <Well. laughs> there you go. And now your children have walked into the room. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the look that you're giving them as you murder them and put them in your car and bring them to wherever you're going to dump the bodies. You know, it's just like a possessed feeling. It does seem like Lily might be a little food crazy. <laughs> she might be food crazy. Sorry, I was like, you ever watch American Murderer or whatever on Netflix? That no, one. Making a Murder? There's a new one? Yeah, this one was what the guy... What, I just described. Okay. This guy kills his wife and then kills his daughters oh, and brings them that, to a like a water to a silo? tower. I know that whole uh, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot was... his name. Chris something. Uh, yeah, Chris Christie. <laughs> I think that fat bastard. <laughs> we see ya. All right. Well, I may or may not cut this portion out of the podcast, no, no, depending it, on how it sounds. At least cut the part and make it sound like I said this right afterwards. But uh, Chris Christie, I don't, I don't think he killed his children. He ate them. He ate his children. I, I fucked that up. Anyway. No, you didn't. Well, then good. The, the crowd's going it. wild. Good. Um. Uh. Wait. I got one. How about this? Chris Christie. Yeah. You. He didn't kill them. He. He fucking ate them. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's how it should have been done quickly. Chris Christie, he was trying. He was trying to watch that show on Netflix, but then he uh, ate his TV by mistake. Yeah, he ate Netflix. <laughs> anyway, are you guys voting for him? Yeah, um, pretty easily. He's the only one that's not crazy. It's <laughs> true. Everyone in Staten Island's probably well. No, they're Trump. No, nah, and there was that. He's a Jersey guy. Everybody in Jersey hates him. Yeah, people hate him. Um, okay, so well, when he poured the tiny M&M, the yeah, tiny when he was at the, the the basketball game, there's a picture of Chris Christie, and he has a giant box of M&Ms and then a tiny box of M&Ms, <laughs> and he's filmed taking the tiny box and filling. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have heard this story many times from Chris Christie, who has to like clear his name every six months about this. That's not what I was doing. Why would people think now, that? Now listen, for anybody who's gone to an arena, you know what's going on here. You buy the box I, of the way, M&Ms, I knew right? This. I knew this. I, knew I know. This. You buy the box of M&Ms, you yeah. bring it back to your seat. <laughs> You open the box of M&M's, and there's a bag of M&M's <laughs> inside the box of M&M's. It's an empty box with a bag of M&M's in it. So then you got a big choice to make. Do you eat them out of the bag, or do you pour them into the box? <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't pour them. That's not an option. Sure it is. No one pours. Right there. No, it's but you're doing it. I guess it is an option. Yeah, right. Because the bag is flimsy, right? What are you talking about? It is. About? It's flimsy. And then your the cheering. bag is flimsy. Listen, it's a bag of M&M's. I'm an enthusiastic fan. The bag is flimsy. Of M&M's? You, no, of the game that oh, I'm the watching. the game, yes, sorry. And so I'm going to get up. I'm going to cheer. You got the bag. They can spill over are the you place. Te- you got the box. Are you you're ho- set. And you don't lose Maybe an M&M. I don't want to lose an M&M. <laughs> Not one. All right. Fat guys, take it from me. Everybody's got You got a ritual the way you want to do it. Yeah. It just it's tastes better even, off the cardboard. Here's the thing. It's not even a fat guy thing to have that. It's just that the fat guy is going to get picked on when they get caught doing it. You just can't go to a basketball game. I think when you're no. fat, stay away from the arenas. Yeah, I mean, people are going to clearly look down at the floor and go, look at all those fit guys, and then look in the <laughs> stands and go, who's that fucking guy? He can't play basketball here. He and the, I mean, I was going to actually defend him before you said that because sometimes you know you open up one of them boxes of M and M's and there's a lot of empty space yeah. there. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I agree with what he was doing, <laughs> and I never passed any judgment. Or you agree with what you thought he was doing? Right. Even I, 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 I have fanfic. <laughs> if he bought two boxes of M and M's, knowing that it's by weight. Not volume mm-hmm. opens it up and goes. I'm just going to combine it into one because I want a full fucking box of M and M's. I'd be like, that is fine. He's a grown man who has a sweet tooth. I relate to it. At the time, he was the governor of New Jersey. Dude, Give the man a big thing of M and M's. I want him to be the president of the United States so he can crack <laughs> down on these M and M companies. Yeah, I want to start getting bags of ruffles that are filled to the brim. I'm fucking tired of this shit. You open up these bags, it's like a third full. They're getting away with murder Remember when we were kids? Student council kids would run and be like, we're gonna have fucking whatever in the Pizza vending day. machines. And yeah. yeah, Fruitopia machine. Like, that's Chris Christie. I, I, I'm I voting for Chris uh, Christie. Honestly, we, I would love a president whose top of the agenda was food. Uh, anyway, as I was saying before, Lily, we let her kind of take this slice of pizza and we're just like, let's see. We were just surprised that there was no shame in her game. Mm. And it, and it just sort of re-reminded me that cats aren't dogs. You know, you ever see those fucking videos where somebody com- walks into their kitchen and puts their the ca- the camera into a dog like a labrador's face and they're like who did that and there's like a whole garbage that's ripped up mm-hmm. and a dog looks embarrassed and sad and yeah. so a cat doesn't have that in them. No. no. There's no shame in their game. If you were like, who took my pizza? Well, one time Lily took a Reese's Big Cup right <laughs> off of a table that I had opened it, <laughs> took a bite, like went to the, it was like, well, this is too much cup. Went to go get some water, came back, it was gone. And I couldn't find it for like an hour. Lily was gone and she had knocked it to the floor and like under the couch. <clears throat> and she licked it for like 10 minutes or however long she would sneak back there. But like, there's no reason to then pick up the peanut butter cup and go, what did you do? She has no idea. She's like, I fucking ate that. That's mine. She doesn't even know why you wouldn't let her have the cup. No, I I don't think... I, I don't think a cat thinks uh, that they're less than you. I don't think they think of you yeah. as the boss. Where, Preach. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, no, every time I eat on the couch, Greg just sits right up on the armrest and is like, okay, well, you know, uh, I'm going to either wait. Uh, well, even when we feed the dog on the, you know, put his dish on the floor, Greg's just sitting there waiting for him to walk away. If he walks away and leaves anything at all, <laughs> right. he's just right in there. Well, here's my message to all of our cats if they're listening. You are not better than us. We are better than you. We are humans and we know how to operate equipment to make a podcast. You Even thinking about such a thing, Marv couldn't handle that. He couldn't even handle. Oh, Danny, we just got we plan. just got the response from all the cats. <laughs> laughing at you. They know that they know who, who's king. They've even learned how to laugh like a 60s studio audience. <laughs> well, they do say that meows are sort of mimicking human voices. Oh, we'll get know? we'll get to that in an episode. We have to. Let's anyway, get into the episode. Yes, What's it been? 45 minutes. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we have a topic today like we normally do. And our topic today is cat shows. Now, you may be thinking, like I constantly do when this topic came up, are we talking Heathcliff, Garfield? Well, we already talked a little bit about Garfield. We'll talk more about it, but not this episode. We actually have a specific type of cat show we want to talk about, and that is like a prestigious cat show, like you know about the dog show. Well, guess what? There's cat shows. Can you believe the fact? Because really, it's hard to believe that cats could even stand still and be judged and hang out in a convention center and all that type of stuff that dogs are doing because they are well-behaved. And as we just got done discussing, cats have no shame and they do whatever they feel like. So it's weird to think that there are cats that are well-mannered enough to be at a cat show. But there is a real cat show. Organiza- There's plenty, actually. But the biggest player in the cat show game is called the CFA, the Cat Fanciers Association. Oh. They do a yearly contest as well as a lot of smaller regional contests. And they are basically the place you want to go if you think your cat can stand up to harsh judging. Is that what happens? Do you just you submit your cat? Um, you submit your cat. We could all do this tomorrow. Because actually the reason why these even exist, according to my research, is that people just want a community that they can use to show off their cat. It's not like a dog show. I mean, there is some breeding, I guess. There are some people who breed cats and use cat shows to find the best in their breeds. But this is mostly like, unlike the dog show where it's like real stakes, this is more like a group of cat hobbyists who just have an organized event every single year where they bring their cats, they do this whole judging thing. There's no money involved. Even at this high level of the Cat Fanciers Association, you do not win any kind of monetary prize. You get like a ribbon or a you get a ribbon. trophy or something? You get a blue ribbon, and there are other ribbons that indicate lesser cats or cats that are in other breeds or divisions, but the blue ribbon is the best you can hope for. And none of us can compete for a blue ribbon because we technically, our cats would fall under the house pets category, the house cats, and that's a completely different type of cat. So you can't win a blue, but they do compete. You can compete. What you do they can win? Submit your cat. You get a an award of merit. <laughs> well, what cats are can compete? Who can get this blue ribbon? Creme de la creme of the like. These are the real the the trainers, the breeders, the you know the the, the hobbyists and their friends. Because in my mind, I was like, oh, house cats, pets. That means they're just taking sort of stray cats. But no, it's the other way. It's the, the our cats are too low on the on the on the totem pole. Yeah, the, there's know. show cats. And then there's our cats. Wow. Well, they haven't seen my. What's a show cat's life like? I'm assuming just constant pampering and Mm. being brushed and being loved. Like Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah, I mean, if he if he had hair, but then there are those ones that don't. That's a whole category, probably at some of these cat shows. But it is a real thing. It's just 
Is it on the level of a Westminster dog show? No. This is, you know, this is for the serious deep cut cat people. Now, I I assumed it wasn't on that level. Number one, uh, they don't ever air this on TV. No, right? Not I that mean, we wouldn't watch. No, we I'd watch. I'd watch. I watch that stupid ass dog show every year. Yeah, by I'd accident. have a fucking. I'd have whatever the equivalent of a Super Bowl party is for cats. Sure. Also, Mew, Mew Purple. Also, you can go to a cat show. I was going to ask that. You That's can. my next question. You can take your cat. Oh, I didn't even know that. To, you can. Well, no. See, the thing is, you can take your cat if it's going to compete. You can't take your cat if it's just sitting in the stands being a spectator. That's bullshit. Even a lot of people who do comedy, you got to go to a couple open mics and shows and, as a spectator and see how, how they compete. Unless we're or ready they- to bring our cats into the ring. Which is where they judge. They have eight to twelve judging rings. Uh, if unless you're planning to compete, your cat cannot come with you. We can go. We can crack a couple of beers. We can get uh, some ten milligram edibles in us mm-hmm. and go to the next cat show. And fucking just light up a joint and blow it in Marv's face. I actually would love <laughs> to do that. I uh, well, I was gonna. I was talking about the cat shows, not the light up the joint in Marv's face. But that, I guess he's that's done. Fun, we, I guess, we've too. all done that. Yeah, we've all done that. <laughs> But uh, by accident, by, well, I mean, it's the way the house is set up. He can't get away from this. No, oh, this is um, we need to find out when one is coming anywhere near do you, us. Do you want to know when it is? Please. This is going to be one of the last things I mentioned. I know this is I, I want to know how often they are and when Adam's we can putting go. on his jacket. Adam, we still have to record. <laughs> can right. you get like can you buy like cat ears and stuff there? Like they'll have like a fucking cheese head. I think we can make a Packers game. Of, yeah, they have souvenirs. They have vendors. They have uh, concessions. I kind of think that something we should aim for is the Pussy Boys being judges at one of these cat Ooh, shows. Honestly, like is... if if we get that far, I don't know what the future holds for this, but man, going around to cat shows and being honorary judges and doing our pods from cat shows and cat cons, I could make that an entire second act of my life. Ooh, baby I, boy. If we can transition into just... Be, I was going to say into being pussy boys, but we already fucking did it. Yeah, we're still... <laughs> no, but yeah. if, we, if we can make the... If we could be respected outside of uh, the four of us at this table. And then when, you know, God forbid, we all lose our original cats that we started the show with, but we're deep enough into the world by that time that we get new cats, we can become like legitimate cat breeders and actually try to go for the blue ribbon. I think my next cat is going to be a blue ribbon cat. We should wow. get a group cat. I'm going to you know, name it. A pussy boys cat that we all own, like how billionaires all own horses together yeah. and stuff. We could do that with a show cat. Who, like, would we have, like, a trainer who it lives with? I guess that's how it would be. And we could just visit the cat. We're investing in this cat. Right. I just assume we'd be, like, paying for, like, an apartment of some sort of eccentric person <laughs> in just West Hollywood. But, again, this is all sunk money because we don't win money even for oh my God. coming in first place. Yeah, yeah but I need that ribbon, baby. I need that ribbon. Wait, so we were about to say the next cat event, yeah. the, ec- the uh, next CFA supervised event is there are these clubs you so cat clubs can can compete as a regional satellite of the CFA. So uh, these cat clubs, the Lucky Penny and Opposites Attract Cat Clubs. I think that's an MC Scat Cat reference. MC Cat on the rap so like it. Here's a little story and you're sure to like it. Swift and slot and a plane cool with my homegirl. They're having an all breed, including household pets, cat show on the Ventura County Fairgrounds. Saturday the 13th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The admission is just 10 bucks. Of January? Yeah, we're going to be in Vegas, so we oh can't go. Oh, my God. <laughs> but but sorry, that's an Adam. example. That is an example of how 
quick and easy a trip to a cat show would be. Well, I'm sorry, is Ten it, bucks. Yeah. Is uh, it monthly? It's. I don't know. I think it's when they choose to when they get enough mm-hmm. entrance to have an event. But we. I will. I've set several reminders. Google alerts for future catch. Hell yeah. yeah. We're going to get them on the text chain. I think probably what we'll do first is we will take the show to this place and we will do kind of like a little road pod. We'll get in the car together. We'll record in the car. Yeah. We'll get there. Oh, we'll kind of record idea. in between. We'll, 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 you know, maybe we'll get a couple of interviews. There. Sure. I, you don't like, that's what's so fun about these people. When I was doing my research, set up a merch stand. What it feels like, yes, absolutely. What it feels like is that this is just a community of cat lovers who want to take it to the next level. They're they're not like snooty dog show people. These are salts of the earth American cat lovers that we would fit in perfectly with. I, I hope you're right. I do. I mean, we've all seen. I mean, you know, we've all seen Best in Show. I just immediately start thinking of all the insane kind of characters that are going to be at a thing like this, and I immediately jump to people who are snooty about it. But I hope you're right. No, I think the diff- the kind of insane these people are is completely different and way more fun. So that's sort of what I was thinking. Like, oh, are we going to be dealing with all of this upper echelon? But I think the fact that it's the kind of the bastard child of the of the competition here like you know not to that's a probably not a good thing to say anymore <laughs> <laughs> can't call people bastards N- well the way i'm saying it i don't think uh, let's just say redheaded stepchild there we go that's <laughs> of the uh, neglected this is like the neglected major pet that i'm sure there's a goddamn bird show that people could go to as well and i bet you yeah. that bird show was probably held in higher regard than this catch yeah show. they did the first one outdoors and uh <laughs> it was sad um i <laughs> almost forgot we had that one <laughs> there hasn't been comedy on this in so long yeah you could hear the dust flying <laughs> off of that drum kit so it, in my opinion or what was going through my head is oh no they're not gonna like us they're gonna think we're making fun of them or no I assume, and what I hope is that this is this is kind of like the the pod, you know, the the cat show competition version of what this podcast is. Mm, these people yeah. had nowhere else to go. Yeah, these people had nowhere else to go. They had to build it. They yeah. invented their own scene. Exactly, and they're probably like, you know, who would like this? All our friends and other people. Exactly. Like, like yeah, I, let's get I, some I beers. We'll drink them in the parking lot, and then we will go and 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 let some lady point at our cat. And I want to be. I you know, I don't think Marv would be. Um, docile enough in that kind of a situation to stand and be judged, but I, I would, I would put Marv up against any of the cats in the household pets category. Well, Marv's got to get best in show on the podcast first in order for it to be. <laughs> I well, think that's still, the way we that's do still it. up for. I think the rest of this podcast, as long as it exists, is an ongoing debate on whose cat I, is the best. I think what we should do is put our cats in a mini competition on our show, a Pussy Boys Cat Show, and then yeah. the winner. Of that, whoever blue ribbons the gets, we now then dump all of our sunk money into yeah, yeah. that one cat, getting yeah. that cat into the competition, representing the Pussy Boys. I think that's fair. I, it's it's basically a, it's 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 beef. It's the pre-regional. Yes, pre-regional. This does kind of exclude Zach. It's the Nether I, Regional. <laughs> oh yeah. No, do I, they have a senior cat that's competition? The thing is, I, I'll get to the different categories because that's short answer is yes, but. Uh, I don't think Mochi can even be taken to a second location. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> you get a ribbon if you're over 15 and just make it to the right. competition. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we don't know until we investigate. Now, Dan, I do. I guess we should move into a little bit of this. What 
What are they judging? What happens at these competitions? All right, so I got this all written down here. Pardon me for getting in the weeds. The cats. So there are certified judges. These are cats certified. I immediately thought, I was like, it's fun to think that we could be judges because we have a fun cat podcast, yeah. but no. there's no way we're qualified we to We need be. a process. We need, we need to go through a process. At least one of us needs to be like going to classes uh, or something. I, I, I think getting that's fair. Notarized. I, think, I think we should be able to judge. Uh, our wives think we're funny. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I can't imagine that there's that many people chomping at the bit to be a cat judge. So I think we could fast track one of us into becoming a judge and then see how that goes, and then maybe we'd all do it. It's going to be a lot of competitions in 2024 between the Pussy Boys. <laughs> there's only like three judges per show, uh, but there are eight to 12 rings that the judges judge each of the categories in over the course of usually for the for the, a CFA event. It's a weekend, a weekend oh. full of judging. Oh, I would love to. I'd love to go get a hotel. Yeah. You know. Oh, hotel. <laughs> God, it would be great to be in a hotel right now. And then now. the next weekend, go to uh, the cat show. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, you know, w- there's probably something else going on. Maybe it's in Anaheim or something and we go to Disneyland or, you know, we, oh, we'll make yeah. a weekend out of it. Um, a typical show has about 200 cats, but some of them, the big international shows annually have 800 to 1,000 oh cats Whoa. competing. And what country do they have those in? Uh, it's in America. America's oh. the the official CFA show. I was going to save this for the end too, but the next big don't CFA save show. anything. Just get it out. We'll 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 worry about All the right. next thing after this thing. The next CFA <laughs> cat show and expo is going to be in Cleveland at oh. the Cleveland Expo Center, October twelfth and thirteenth of this year. So we have a lot of time to yeah, plan. We this. can prepare for. I that. also think we could probably set up a live show for right around that place and have all the people going to that thing come we to can't, our show. We can't go up at fucking Funny Bone in Cleveland or Hilarities or no, whatever. Oh, they got there. Hilarities. I, I, I. Because because a whole bunch of cat people will be in town. Yeah, I, it's kind of like doing a cat con, dude. Absolutely. I've been performing at a. There's like a new smaller improv place that has been having stand-up i've been doing the last two times i've been there imposters theater in cleveland I, there's no way any of the dudes listening to it that runs it but i think we could get a show in cleveland i mean uh, we're imposters right we I'm, all have that I'm, syndrome i'm telling you right now we can get the exact size show that we need to do to go to cleveland do the cat podcast make a little trip to the to the international fucking cat event I think we do it. Mark your calendars, boys, because I already did. Mark your calendars, October twelfth and thirteenth, we are going to be in Cleveland. Ooh, what day? October. It's a uh, Friday, Saturday, (sighs) Sunday. I'm busy, man. All right, I'm killing a dog that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the cat show. They do a ritual sacrifice. Then I'm in. Um, So let me get through the rest of this. So basically, the whole thing, the rings are happening simultaneously. So everything's happening all at once so until the cats start getting narrowed down. I know. Okay, I'll say immediately Lily's out. Right? <laughs> yeah. right. I, I can't. The idea that there is more than just us in a room yeah. and there's no bed to be under until everything calms down a little bit. Like, yeah. I think Lily might be out. I mean, if there's even one loud sound, Marv is going to run underneath so the nearest bleachers or whatever over there. It's going to be a lot of loud forever. sounds because the way I judge is... He's a good fucking cat. <laughs> I judge cats. When I like a cat, I go. Roo! I like uh, it. I like all this comedy. All, by the way, you don't just. I just read this, so I remembered it. Um, you don't. We don't just have to be judges. We could be a clerk. We could just take down the information. I want to be an altar boy. 
<laughs> you could do that. There is also something called a ring steward, which is the job of basically cat wrangling. The person wow. who keeps the cats in the in the ring that they're supposed to be in. I assume this is sort of a mailroom situation, right? You start as a steward and mm-hmm. you work your way up to clown or whatever's next and <laughs> fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> well, but in yes. this case you're actually fluffing the yeah. fluffy kitties. They call yes. them fluffers. They have they're they're innocent. They have no idea what the other connotation is. See, this is about dicks, so this is going to end up being the clip. Mm. <laughs> so we better start being funny. Oh. Uh, so yeah, the, the the ring steward is going to be probably the most attainable job, and I feel like it's probably on a volunteer basis. So we could just volunteer to be a ring steward. It sounds like you're cleaning up cat shit. You're doing it all. But think about it. There's not these cats. I mean, well, it is interesting to know like what they got going on backstage, like what kind of little yeah, like crates are, or rooms. Like, is they're like vaselining their cats' teeth and stuff? <laughs> there must be so many litter boxes, right? Or... I guess. Oh yeah, or it's a free shitting zone, right? Is the whole thing a litter box back there? That would be the smartest thing to I do. Is each done, ring is yeah. like a sumo ring. They but should instead make of the plane out of the litter box. <laughs> they do it like a sumo wrestling ring, <laughs> but instead of sand, it's cat litter. I went and saw the circus at Madison Square Garden when I lived in New York when I was in my 20s. That shit's and cool. It was fun. Was it Ringling? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was, it was I think I saw show. that show as well. But the, and um, Barnum and Bailey. During, oh, no, they weren't there. <laughs> during uh, They're dead. some elephant thing, an elephant just took a massive elephant shit. Oh, it's And every... a clown came out of the back <laughs> with a shovel. And you're like, that's the lowest rung of clown right there. But I love whatever the equivalent of that is for a cat show is uh, incredible. Honestly, I, I would it. take that job right now. I mean, come it, out with a little just a little scooper uh, you're still in entertainment it's you're kind touring of... with the ringling brothers circus nothing's more prestigious than elephant that. shit though dude that's not you don't have to tell anybody that that's the part of the circus you're involved being in. a clown cleaning up shit is kind of like what our dads think we do for a living sort of <laughs> like <laughs> uh like if you if they could just sum it up <laughs> I'd honestly, when one of the guys at work asks how you, their kids are doing, like, oh yeah, my one guy, my one boy, he's uh, he works for the circus. He, I think he, he makes people laugh. Join the sh- fucking circus. He's a clown. He cleans up elephant shit. I'm uh, proud of him. They're all so disappointed in us. <laughs> um, we could also like there. Are, there's the opportunity to be a vendor there. You could, you know, people go there to to hawk their new cat toys, their new cat related inventions. By October, we might have our name. We might have Pussy Boys cat toys. We might have. We're gonna. I mean, we'll definitely have merch. But speak it into existence. I want this. All, I want us to be fully stocked and ready to rock. I'd love to work with is. an inventor to get like a new type of cat toy out we, there. I know yeah. we could invent cat. Just toys. showing up with like a little, you know, stick with a bird at the end of it that says "Pussy Boys" on it ain't enough for me. Now the I question wanna... needs to be asked before you start working on a cat toy: What do cats need that no one's giving them? Oh, I know. Because uh, we found out they have their weird little. Di- we need to get make pocket pussies for cats. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, and you you're put right. the Z's instead of the S's, and it's it's already in the product name, pocket pussies. And it's just a quilt because that's what Marv <laughs> likes to hump. So we could just get a, a quilt that we call a pocket pussy. Yeah. Not to bring this back to our topic. Don't. But okay, so now you're a judge, and you've brought your cat there. Your cat's being judged. We're going for the blue ribbon. Okay, we just brought well, Greg's in the in a ring right now, going for the blue ribbon. Even though he's a pet, he can't you know work with me here. Mm-hmm. What does this judge look for? All right, so these are the basically the breed standards because each breed is judged separately. They're judged uh, to try to find the perfect cat for that breed, and they use a point system that's based on body, head, eye color, and coat. This is as how well I, this as is how I date. 
as well as <laughs> so by the way that's just the physical stuff <laughs> well I did, that, I did that for all the ladies that was there. fun there's Come also she got a good body but a banging head so that's the appearance <sighs> angle oh she's a banging head <laughs> man she's a real banging head good she's body a, but a banging head <laughs> she keeps banging her head <laughs> i like a lady who keeps banging her head um so the guidelines, that's the appearance section. That's what we're looking for with appearance. How their body looks, how their, you know, how their eyes look, like, you know, are they generally beautiful? Then it's grooming. Now, so is this real beautiful? Like, because if you look at my cat, there's no way that you could look at my cat and go, boy, that's that's an ugly cat. It's no, a but pretty you, cat now. You have to start splitting hairs as a judge. You have to make these but things is it a priority. Like that, is it like that weird subreddit called, like, True Rate Me? Has anybody know what this is? So no. so this is like people post pictures of themselves oh, right. and then somebody yeah. goes on there and there is like a it's like well you're the the space between your nose and your upper lip is too uh, big so like that's two points off symmetry yes yeah. yes like your eyes are like I feel like Lily kind of looks a little dopey and that's what it, her charm is. I feel like at a place like this, they're just going to tear her to shreds. It's got to be about the. It's like the dog show in that way, where it's like this is the standard of what the breed should look it's like. Like the perfect specimen, right? Of what it's supposed. To, but that. But you're absolutely right. Like that's and every every famous internet cat or whatever is is yeah. It's because it's got kind of a quirky thing. Yeah, you want to get rich, have a weird cat. You want to win the blue ribbon <laughs> and win no money. I wouldn't call Lily a weird cat. But she should be more symmetrical. That's what you're saying. And I'm, hey, Marv right. has a scar on his upper lip, probably from a cat fight when he was on the streets. I think that disqualifies him completely from real show competition. Maybe in the household pets category, they are a little bit looser. And it's not just appearance, by the way. It's okay. also grooming um, and how, how they are groomed, but also how they keep themselves groomed. And then health slash condition. So I guess there's some... Ta- make You know... Do the anal thermometer, figure out if they have a fever or COVID wow. or something. They really, I, I bet, do they check for a crusty butt? I, oh, I would imagine not. that's disqualifying. I hope that not. Would, that would be instantly disqualifying. <laughs> I imagine you got to help out with your cat backstage before that. Any like, dingleberries, like there's probably a lot of those little like sanitizing wipes that these mm. cat daddies and mommies are using. <sighs> Man, we had a dingleberry situation with Lily. I She's out, yeah. Should have saved it for this week in cat, but. <laughs> uh, well, there's always next week in cat. That's right. And then uh, the final one is temperament slash personality. So that's where I think Marv is definitely going to get uh, vetoed from competition is because he's. He won't submit. He's not going to do. Being judged. I'm not going to run around your little ring. No, I. You need to. So you're saying Lily has charm. I agree. That's the charm point of it. That's like yeah. that's like the talent competition. That's the or maybe it's more the answering the questions at the end or whatever that they do in the in the lady contests. So speaking of talent, are they doing any tricks? They have an obstacle course oh. that they need to run for to test their agility. Now, this, to me, seems like why you're going to this show. That's the entertainment portion for the fans. Right. Because it's it doesn't really say this cat, you know, this is a perfect uh, Abyssinian because it can run through that little, you know, slinky-looking thing that's covered or whatever, you know, jump up onto a seesaw. That's, I think that's for the fans. They want to see that your cat is spry and healthy and agile. And but that's also another level of smart. And smart, yeah. Uh, that would require, I mean, that's going to require practice at home. If we're going to go in on a cat that's going to be competition ready, I mean, that that's going to require practice and training and a lot of it. We should try to see which of our cats. I think Marv is, I, I hate to say this, 
I think Marv is easily the fastest cat. <laughs> I think. But you don't he would, know that. I just need to show him where to run, and I think he can do the obstacle course. As much as I love Greg more than all of your cats combined, I, I do think <laughs> that I look at Greg and, uh, you know, he's fast. He can run away. He can get under things. But I'm also looking at him and, like, when he walks, he's got a weird little kind of arch on his back, and mm. he's got his little kind of kind of weird little fat pouch hanging he's not gonna he's, yeah he, you look at him just in the face and you can he's a little cross-eyed he's marv just, would dust yeah. his ass i'm yeah. sorry and and in what can, the skills comp well i think the speed is part of speed and agility i think okay. marv has that and i think every day we kind of do practice when i chase him because he loves being chased he'll meow and then i i basically like run after him and he goes finds a place to, to slide under and hide so he kind of knows a little bit about like, he at least knows part of the agility drill that they're going to do. I don't know what else they'll throw at him. I don't know if there's some kind of like a climbing part or something like that. But with with the agility and the speed and the like quickly, you know, running underneath something, Marv's great at that. I think Marv is probably I got to just admit it. I think Marv's probably the strongest and probably the fastest. And he's had his outdoor experience. He's very handsome, dude. I do think if we're going to go with Marv, though, uh, we got to fix. He's he does have the scar that's gonna work against him. Yeah. And doesn't he have a little chunk maybe taken out of an ear or something? Um, no, he has a missing tooth, which I, I'm sure they will look at. I'm sure they will. Look I mean, at that's him. huge. Yeah, yeah, that's big. You know, yeah. Well, we've got. I mean, you imagine Miss America coming out with a fucking front tooth just <laughs> yeah, missing. Really? I mean, and I got nothing against that. She probably still could be a lovely person with a smoking bod. Sure, but oh, yeah. they're hot chicks. That ain't no banger head gaps. right there. Yeah. Haven't there been uh, famous Gap women in? Oh, well, uh, Gap tooth. Sure, but yours is missing a whole major yeah. tooth. Uh, it's you know, it's it's a useless tooth. He looks like a homeless guy. He doesn't seem to miss <laughs> it. Yeah, well, he was homeless for quite a while. <laughs> um, now, are, do you think that the cat show will allow uh, Marv to take a stinky dump in his litter box right before he runs? Because as you said, that's where he's fastest. Yeah, I just and you're right. He bolts out of there. Exactly. Uh, I think I think probably they don't. They frown on cats taking a shit. That's probably like in a cat world, almost like performance enhancing. Yeah, because it it lowers the amount of weight. Exactly. So there's less wind resistance. Like once he takes a shit, like they probably there's probably like a two hour like wait period. Yeah, especially when he when he pops out one of those like little skinny baby Ruths he's got in there (laughs) sometimes. And you know it's a skinny baby Ruth and not another uh, brown colored chocolate bar because you eat it. You got to eat it. So once we get past all the competitions Mm -hmm. are we now whittling this down to the three top breeds or what's going on so the top 10 to 15 cats get a place in the final and earn points towards you know possibly competing (laughs) in regional or national for for the the big time for the bigger points and i thought at midnight and just chris hardwick sitting there but they, they play at midnight they play uh they play twitter hashtag games and they get points in the final competition there's also points in many other situations. Yeah, is there like a owner's cat pun competition that they like do in like the parking lot? You know what? There isn't. Uh, the categories. That's what I want to do. I want to go and sell t-shirts in the parking lot. That would actually be the perfect job. Bootleg for t-shirts. You honestly need to think about going to this because you're not going to Vegas this year. You might as well print up a couple of cat pun shirts, go out to the cat show that's in Ventura in a couple weeks, and... Like, make that money. And then maybe use the money to fly to Vegas, and we'll see you there. I'll just go right into what the categories are. Please do. Um, so this, these are the competition ones. And then we have the last one is household pets. So kitten class, that's a competition oh. in one of the rings. That's four to eight months. 
You can't compete if you're not at least four months as a cat. That's Come too on. cute. My cat's three months and uh, six days old. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, my cat's eight months and two days old. What are you going to put him with? A, I don't know why I did your voice. I'm sorry I stole We're your voice. We're two guys that have like old cats that are trying to get them into the kitten competition. <laughs> yeah. That was my character. Yeah. Mine was he was a little too old. Yeah. Yours was too young. Mine was too old. Well, no. Mine and my had like a old like shitty looking cat. And I'm like, he's six months. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, then you got get a impression loaded up for these next ones. You got uh, it. Championship class. These are the cats over eight months old, but they have not been spayed or neutered. Loading character. Uh, <laughs> so these hey, are want to fuck. That's me. I'm not spayed or neutered. And and that's why they're championship class because they're breeding cats. They're the cats people want. And they do it right use. there in the ring, right? Right after you're done winning your <laughs> ribbon, they wrap the ribbon around their dick as sort of a like a Tourniquet. cock ring. Yeah. yeah, sure. And then uh, they go to town on, on all the lady cats. They get them a cat moil. You know, I uh, think Marv has been circumcised. Okay, so we've got the, uh, the, what's the next? So there's kitten class, championship class, then there's premiership, or sometimes it's called altar class. These are the over eight month old cats that are spayed or neutered. So this is more like, I want to show you how cute my older cat is. And older means over eight months. But so also, this not cat a needs to be a show cat. It can't be classified this is a show as a cat. pet. This isn't so this just is a not household just, pet off the street. This is like a, a, a couldn't believe he got spayed or neutered. And they're like, fuck, can yeah. I compete? And they're like, you can oh, still compete. You can yeah, compete. What a rip to yeah. be a show cat who got spayed or neutered. You're like, what if I win? I can't pass these jeans on. I mean, you weren't going to anyway if you got spayed or neutered, you know. Life is what it is to you. You're never going to have <laughs> satisfying sex. You're never going to orgasm. Until you get the Pocket Pussy Boys uh, <laughs> app. That's, is... We are advertising this app to all of the championship class cats. <laughs> you want to bust the nut of your life. <laughs> when you guys picture this, these competitions, do you picture just like... I mean, and maybe you know exactly where they take place. Are you picturing like a... A packed football stadium. It's like a or convention like a, center. Like a convention center. Yeah. Like a dog show. For the bigger ones. I yeah. think the one in Ventura is like an outdoor venue. Probably like mm. a high school park, football field or park or something. <laughs> to like me, honestly, I'm, I'm picturing like a big room. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever big room these losers can find. It could be somebody's apartment. I yeah. also think household pets is... So they have to be at least four months to compete. Um, and they can't have been declawed. That's those are the only requirements. But other than that, it's anybody off the street can submit their cat. The difference in these other cats is that these owners, I think, are part of the cat showing club. Mm. And so when you're an, an, like a real member of this club is when you can start competing your cat in these other categories. I'm going to assume it costs money to be in this club. Probably. And it probably costs money to submit your pet for it. Because just because you don't, there's no. I'm already going to have a prize. There's no prize for winning. I imagine it's still some sort of for-profit event. There's vendors and there's uh, yeah. There's ticket sales. Although 10 bucks is like, it's That's, not that profitable. No, it's, it's not like they're trying to get a, a lot. I don't know how much the Cleveland show is. I They haven't put that information out yet, but I would imagine those prices are going to be higher. And then maybe they will find a way to funnel that money to the winning cats. I just think you're going to charge a ticket price. You get, give the cat something. Here's what you do. You offer to take pictures with your cat, with your prize-winning blue ribbon whatever breed cat for five bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. I would buy one. And, I would, and then if you a, want us to sign it, if you want the cat to sign it, it's 10. Put a little paw print? Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Be great. Yeah. 
Uh, I would absolutely pay $5 at an event that I paid $10 for yeah. to take a picture yeah. with the winning cat. Yeah, I mean, we're already saving money by going there. Yeah. Um, and then the final category is veteran. So you did say mochi. Yeah. But sadly enough, Marv also qualifies. These are cats over seven years old. Uh, That's all it is. Marv's to be over a veteran seven, you think? cat. Marv is closing in on 10. Wow. If the vet that we first saw him with is to be believed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He was. He estimated uh, the one that said Marv was, Marv a, was girl. a girl for many years. I think both Marv's the, two. Our new vet. Our, that's that's the sound of fuck you to that vet. Right? That's the sound of Danny's telling that story again. I'm out on that story. I did. Adam brought, I brought it up. that one up. I absolutely I, brought that up. I, I don't want to get that. through it. I'm just saying I don't trust a vet who's trying to guess how old your cat is when he couldn't get. I think guessing the sex of a cat is a lot easier than guessing. I'm going to make a clip and I'm going to zoom in on your fucking <laughs> finger doing that. Also, <laughs> Nick, uh, just letting you know, we have heard that Reese's Big Cup story. Before, so. <laughs> Didn't want to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. I, it, it was a little on, cup. It was it, a little cup when the first time you told that story. Now, yeah. is it? No, it's a big cup every time. So <laughs> now his line. I <laughs> Marv is definitely over five because we've had him for five years. And he was an adult cat when we got him. They estimated he was five at that time. But even if he was four or three, he's still a veteran cat. Yeah. Sad. That's pretty sad, man. And what war did he fight in? Uh, he was he, Korea. Wow. The, the Forgotten War. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. We've gotten through this whole process, right? Now a cat has been chosen. Mm -hmm. it, is there a ceremony? Yeah, I mean, it is like I know they're not; they're only getting a ribbon. But yeah, at least, there, is there some photo op? What do, what do these people really get? So everybody who gets the best in breed gets a purple ribbon. At least this is from the uh, the CFA or whatever it was the uh, the Cat Fanciers Association. Is this the same Cat Fancy that does the magazine? I don't think so. Hmm. I think the idea of Cat, and we should do a deep dive into Cat Fancy and how it came about one day. But I didn't. It didn't look like the Cat Fanciers Association is an offshoot or even any way related to the magazine. Cat Sounds Fancy. like there's some funny business going on. Mm -hmm. It could be that they merged or something like that. I, you know, there's always more research to be done by you, the listener. Yeah. You go out there and you and, listen. And you email us and tell us. Yeah. And we'll shout you out on the podcast. Yeah. We'll shout out your cat. We'll do a part two. Um, but let us know in a five-star review <laughs> if cat fancier <laughs> shows are related to cat fancy magazine. It would help. It would really help. But then, you know, all of the best in breeds with their purple ribbons, then it's narrowed down to that last 10 or 15 cats, mm -hmm. and then you've only got three that can get a ribbon ribbon, and that's blue, uh, red, yellow. Oh, man. Kind of sounds like bullshit now that I'm getting through all of the information. Now I'm like, <laughs> when are I they first... making money off of these cats and they're just like yeah, buying they, ribbons? They encourage donations. Ribbons. They uh, encourage... This is... the the Any money that goes to... That, that exchanges hands at all there is going to the the club the, or association the cfa running. yeah i don't mind i don't mind giving a little bit of money to a, a cat a, a cat organization it wouldn't exist none of this would exist if people didn't fork over some cash so did you read into this uh, look into this uh, cfa are they uh, on the up and up they're legit they're as legit as it gets okay i Good, don't know better about business the bureau rating yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, we could. We you don't need to look that up. Look it up. But <laughs> I, I look can't up. say that the Lucky Penny or the Opposites Attract Cat Clubs are legit. I don't know. Those are the other ones I mentioned. But the CFA certifies all the smaller cat competitions. So if there is anything that is 
the pinnacle of cat show prestige, it's a CFA event. What about famous winners? Any famous winners? I didn't see any. I don't. I mean, what, what is going to be like? You know, uh, Luna. 2016. <laughs> I am curious, and we should. I, I'm going to find out if you can go on the website and see previous winners. And also, I want to know if we're going to go to one at some point. I would love to go on the website, see who's going to be competing, start picking some favorites, Ooh. and I, I want to go in with with some placing favorites. some bets. Yeah, placing I, some bets. I, I think we got to put some big money Ooh. bets on this when if, we find if, the names. I mean, the winner might not make any money, but <laughs> I might make some money. What I did find just from a cursory look is the is a list of 2021 to 2022 Fursory. top agility winners. Ah. So they have a, an agility-only category. Um I guess it's like the breed, but it's like, you know, you get a ribbon if your cat is the fastest. Um, in 2021, that year was uh, River Spots was this cat's name. He was a Montego. No, Montego is his last name? Anyway, he was an Ossacat. Ossacat, like a mixture between a cat and an ocelot, I guess. Um, and then there was a Bengal tiger named Possibilities. Wait a minute. Bengal tiger? Turkish yeah. delight. I'm not bringing my cat to somewhere where there's a fucking Bengal yeah. tiger on the loose. No, I'm sorry, but... Chewing up people's fucking half, nuts. These are half Bengal. These are Bengal cats. They're perfectly cute and safe. They are, but they're going to... But, you know, a Bengal versus Lily is not fair. Yeah, I don't Toblerone. need uh, these... The, Toblerone. That was the fifth place. No, you guys got me hungry. I got to go to the top cats. Because that's what Lily's shits taste like. <laughs> oh, these are only agility. Um, baby roots over there toblerones there well i th i think this is very fascinating obviously we've opened up some possibilities opportunities maybe for the pussy boys to get down there and fucking clean house absolutely and, and uh take one of our cat we'll wreck some shit we got to get into training did you see what kind of what kind of food do they have uh, the vendors there if we're I gonna, if we're gonna do a little weed before we get there yeah. i want to know what kind of food <laughs> yeah, they I got think that right now is a great <laughs> time to figure out what kind of food vendors they have there yeah i uh, they Salmon. might not have gotten everybody there to uh you know fully solidified to do the next competition <laughs> but you know i'm sure there are some local restaurants who are willing to do cat themed probably well i'm just saying like probably some good tacos i'm guessing like there yeah like, sure. i imagine outskirts sure. of of los angeles you really get some of the really cat meat? mexican food gato yeah, like fish tacos gato ta you know the, I th i'm sure it's just like they named this after the cat show sure but it also could be like Little cat paw cake pops or something. Maybe the maybe that's where the veterans go. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's definitely all kinds of cat food vendors. They out have there. corn cats instead well, of corn dogs. Get it, all, guys? That is ah. actually good. Yeah. All, all the all. Excuse me. Sorry, somebody <laughs> pressed that. I don't know who it was. But uh, all of the regular cats, you guys can go to this way. The veteran cats, though, you, if you guys want to move into the meat grinder room, I mean yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is unfortunately <laughs> setting us up for our next segment about... I know. Uh, yeah. Well, is it our next segment? We can do that. Uh, we are not done with our podcast. We do have one final segment that we have to get through. I, it's going to be tough for all of us, but we have to get through it. And this is a public enemy, number one. This is a bad... This is a bad one. This is bad a really... Public enemy. Bad man. This is not good. I, I'm going to put a trigger warning at the top of this. Yeah, this is actually a trigger warning warning. So... Yeah, yeah. You will be triggered if you can't... But, you know, we have to call these monsters out for who they are, d you know, doing things that are negative to the cat community. We talked about a cat napping, cat kidnapping. 
uh, on one of these shows. We take this Pat very seriously. Is normally, <laughs> yeah, pretty normal. Yeah, but we take this seriously, is what I'm saying. So we try to find serious offenders for public enemy number one, and I don't think there's anyone worse than uh, this man in Vietnam, 37 year old Pham Quoc Duan. Great enunciation. I, Great. I actually, got through it a little bit better than I thought. Um, his restaurant, this guy's restaurant, got shut down because he had cooked and made soup out of 300 cats. You know what? Fuck you. Oh, sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> That's, you better be listening to this podcast because you are getting the womp, womp, womping of a lifetime. <laughs> How Fom. big a batch of soup was it with 300 I think, cats? I think it was the same soup 300 times. Oh my so it was God. one cat per soup <laughs> would probably be the way I would do it. <laughs> That's what they say. It says that on the wall when you're ordering. You know, on like the, when you when you when it's like how, you know how much bread can I take? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, and it's look, on the can. Yeah. They're like one full cat in this can and of And we soup. guarantee one cat per soup. <laughs> We just heard on the we on the New Year's podcast on the New Year's episode. We just learned that it was the year of the cat in Vietnam. Oh, and wait. yet, and that's why he got shut down because. And he hey, claims twenty twenty three. He claims that it's like, oh, I didn't know that. You know, I thought cat meat was a viable meat. That it's a you know He's something like, that oh, people do. Wait, that's a cat? I'm yeah. sorry, I thought that was a horse. But I he have my so bad. he actually was advertising cat meat on the store like on the sign in front of the store, getting like as an attraction to come to my restaurant, you will get 100% authentic cat meat in your soup. It's the perfect bite. (laughs) Uh, Not funny. Not funny. And, you know, I don't want, I'm not here to make fun of anybody else's culture or what they believe, but I think as pussy boys, we can, you know, we are white men, but we're also pussy boys. We can put our foot down when it comes to cat abuse and cat murder. And I think that's, it's fine to do that. It's fine to take this stand. I'm taking it. Yeah, but what about the guy's defense when he was like, no, they like it. <laughs> remember, when they, a, remember when the cops asked him, like, why'd yeah. you do this? That's horrible to do the cats. And he was like, no, the cats, they yeah. like it. It's, it's their honest, dream. It's a pretty bulletproof defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not around to, to refute it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, no, I have one right here. He'll, I don't know where he went, but like if he was here, he'd be like, I want to be soup. <laughs> is it not? Do we know? I want to be. My That's a dream. great Vietnamese accent. <laughs> my, dude, the, that is the guy's voice. I'm not kidding. I'm, look it up. He's from San Ynez. What, uh, is it not legal to eat cats in Vietnam? It's not a thing that he's going to get jail time for, according to this article, but he was shut down. So it's not illegal. It's... Uh, un, uh, it's unsanitary. Yeah, like there's what the health department. how they got down on him. But it's, it's kind of like illegal. if you find like a toenail in your like, but then they're so gonna what? shut you down. You're you get or a couple a marks toenail. off, and you get a C. Yeah, right now, <laughs> which is good if you is, sell cats. This is obviously evil. I'm very much against it, and uh, and it disgusts me to my very core. That said, devil's advocate, super devil's advocate here. Cats do get a lot of hairs in our food and in our soups and whatnot. Isn't it time for a little payback? All right, that's all I got. I, that would The payback would be us put like a hair in their food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there's ways to... You, it's, Why can't this guy just be fucking normal and open a, 
a dog soup restaurant. Seriously, you know what? Fuck this guy. And we have him on our next podcast. He is a guest. <laughs> we we gotta get we we flew him in. And we have to soup. figure it out. And we promised we'd smoke him out too. <laughs> He's bringing soup. Yeah. We'll give you a bowl of weed. You give us a bowl of catsup. Whenever you're a guest on our show, you do get smoked out. So that is, yeah. we can't go back we on can't that. can't go back off of that, obviously, because we have integrity. But we're going to give this guy the what for when he gets here. Yeah, and and zero stars if it's possible for his restaurant. And I do I do apologize. I, I, I don't know how deep you went into it, uh, what's in the article. I am curious, what is in a cat soup? Like, is it a... Uh, <laughs> like, it definitely didn't go through the recipe. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I would it's guess... It's just like water and like cats. Yeah, well, that's how you start. <laughs> you you need cat broth. Yeah, you, you need a you stock. Probably, yeah, you need a cat stock. Oh my stock. God, a cat stock. And then I'm sure there's some, you know, there's some local vegetables probably over there, lemongrass. Um, what pairs well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> with cat uh, a cat bernet cat bernet very yes! nice uh yeah what's that guy's name meow or low i'm gonna try meow or low fam quack duan fam is his first name fam quack yeah because he's gonna be on the i can just imagine him on our show next week like what's up my name is fam and <laughs> my bowl of soup <laughs> And my little bowls of soups names are, and then he lists 300 names. He's like, Rick, David, Pockets, <laughs> Bagels, uh, Bou- we- Bouillon, I named him. Did we have too much fun with this? I feel no. like trigger warned. This one's trigger just has named been Soup of the Day. <laughs> you know, listen, it may sound... This cat's name is Dujour. <laughs> hey, who did that? Seriously, stop hitting the rim shot. That wasn't funny. Uh... Listen, we're just making a little light out of this too, because we think laughter heals. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find us online, we are at Pussy Boys Pod on Instagram. You can email us, pussyboyspod at gmail.com. Uh, and as Adam said before, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. N- mention your cat in the review. We will shout your cat or out. Anything you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. If you write a review and we see it and you say, I want to hear about this or what do you guys think about this, or we'll, we'll rate you on the cat show scale. We'll do it. Send us a pic. Um, and you doing agility drills. And if you want Fom Quack to replace Zach, you have to hit <laughs> us at one of those places. And honestly, two votes and you got it. Just, I feel like every time Gregor Holiday walks through the room, he's just chasing him around well, with, a, with me, some salt and pepper. <laughs> it's kind of like pardon the interruption. Like we kind of need like a, an opposing. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Debate is really what makes shows like this popular. Now. And we're like, yeah, our cats are so cute. And, and little Lily, she made a funny noise. And what about you, Fom? And he's salivating. I'm like, come on, Fom. Like, Have you, got you tasted your cat with a bay leaf? Are you serious? <laughs> I just picture him like you hear the sound of slurping spaghetti, but then you cut over to him and this is a cattail finishing going into his mouth. We're like, <laughs> we're like, where's Holiday? Um, all right, folks, that is the podcast. Meow. Meow. I think we could do all that. I think that falls within the bounds. The Kings Podcasts.